Independent retail business can mean so many things these days. A brick and mortar store, an e-commerce business, a maker's online shop, a booth at an antique mall, and more. No matter which category you're in, Kathy Cruz, a fellow retail business owner and retail educator, will teach you how to market and manage your business efficiently so you can spend time doing other things you love. Welcome to the Savvy Shopkeeper Podcast. Welcome to episode 68 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast, Why Growth Matters. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. My intention for this episode, you know I start with my intention, This one's pretty simple. It's just to cover some of the reasons, beyond profit, of course, some of the reasons why growing our retail businesses matter. First, I want to start off with a shopkeeper shout out, and I also want to talk about spring. For those of you in wintry climates like me in Ohio, spring has really started to warm up in Cleveland and it feels so good. Like I'm I'm sitting here in my office getting ready to record and I can hear birds chirping outside and it's beautiful out. I think it's supposed to be in the 70s again today and it makes me oh so happy (laughs) and I just wanted to mention that. Okay, let's move on to the shopkeeper shout out. Deborah's the owner of Main Street Roasters. As far as I know, she could have a partner. I'm not sure. But she left me a podcast review on Apple Podcasts, and I I wanted to make sure I mentioned her. I also want to make sure that I've been following Main Street Roasters. I'm pretty sure I follow on Facebook and Instagram. And they get their windows painted, I think, by a local artist. And we will link her page in the show notes, too. The Facebook page is called Decorative Painting by Cassandra Graber, I think it is. Of course, we'll link it in the show notes. But I just want to mention it because the windows really catch my attention every time that they're done. And of course, we'll link Main Street Roasters in the show notes, too. But I want to go on to the podcast review, and it was titled Favorite Retail Podcast. And Deborah said, Deborah's also a lab member, so I want to make sure I I give her a, a shout out for being a group member. But she said, this podcast is a great resource, no matter what retail space you are in. I have not found a lot of podcasts that are as practical or real life as these. And I also like the length of these shows. While it's great to get business advice from bigger authors and speakers, there's something to be said for hearing from someone who is actually in a brick and mortar shop that makes it easier to listen and relate. I have learned a lot of tips and greatly appreciate Kathy's insight. Some of my favorite aspects of the show include her examples using other businesses and also her reviews of products and platforms, anything to make the job easier. Thank you, Kathy. So again, Deborah, I wanna say thank you. I really appreciate the five-star review. Every time someone leaves a review, It tells Apple Podcasts or probably any platform, podcast platform, to go ahead and suggest this podcast to other retail store owners. And I really appreciate it. I can tell from the reviews and the feedback that this podcast is really helpful. And that's the point of it. And I appreciate every time someone leaves me a review. So moving on to the episode, I can probably, not probably, I know, I can break listeners down into three camps on this topic. There are those who are afraid to grow, and some of you may not even realize there's fear around this topic, but we'll save that for another episode. 
There are those who get excited about the thought of growing, and then there are those who both fear and get excited about the thought of growing. And I get it. That makes sense. I sometimes feel the same way, like where it's exciting and then, you know, there's a little part of me that's like, oh boy, what does that mean? So many unknowns. I completely get it. So if you have a little bit of fear and you get excited about it, I am not judging you. I experienced that myself. But I know from running a poll in the Shopkeepers Lab group, and this was recently, and because of the results of the 2021 Savvy Shopkeeper survey, which I'm hoping next week's episode is on that topic, but I know from the survey and from this poll I did in the group that the idea of growth excites the majority of you, like probably 90% of you. And that's incredible. It excites me too. And I'm currently experiencing a growth spurt in my own retail business that I co-own with my sister. It is exciting and it's rewarding for many reasons, but two reasons that I want to mention. First, my sister and I have worked really hard at building this small business. So that's rewarding. And then second, The years of research and reading and educating myself about running an independent retail business is paying off and I'm seeing it the most over the past probably six months. I often teach what I can prove through my own business. I'm not teaching random concepts or antiquated business practices. I think I covered some of that in the retail myth episodes and we'll link those in the show notes. And I'm not teaching what I learned from running a retail business 10 or 20 years ago. I'm living this retail business thing myself in 2021 and during a pandemic too. So I get it. First, it's important to say that that when I talk about growth, it doesn't necessarily mean opening a second location or expanding. I firmly believe that you must have your current house That means your current business in order first before you even consider something like that type of growth, expanding or opening a second location. However, if this is what you want, then this podcast episode is even more important. If a second location is a goal or taking over the space next door to you and doubling your square footage is a goal, I want to encourage you, of course, I want to encourage you to do that. And that's great. You know, we have big goals too, but don't do it until you know exactly what's going on in business number one. This episode is brought to you by Gusto. Gusto is a payroll software system for small businesses that makes it easy to add new hires, calculate and withhold taxes, process payroll for employees and contractors, and stay compliant. Even better, Gusto is affordable for small retail business owners. If you're looking to hire and you're overwhelmed by what to withdraw, how to calculate it, what paperwork you need to file, Gusto makes it really easy to manage payroll. The system does it all for you. If you want more like time tracking, workers' compensation benefits, or other benefits for employees, Gusto offers those services too. We all learned in 2020 the value of payroll employees versus subcontractor employees, particularly when we applied for federal assistance programs or local and national grants. If you know it's time to build a team of payroll employees or you're frustrated with your current payroll provider and you want to try Gusto for one month free, visit SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash Gusto for a special link. That's SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash Gusto, G-U-S-T-O.
For this episode, I broke growth down into three categories, personal, financial, and professional. So let's get started. These are the reasons why growth matters. And first, I'm going to talk about the personal reasons. If you don't grow, you might get bored. We don't want to be bored in our businesses, right? If you don't grow, your contribution to the local community may not be as impactful as you'd like. And I guess this doesn't just have to be personal, but I know from speaking with so many of you that you take pride in what you do for your community and how you give back to your community. It doesn't even have to be a local community. It could be the mission of your business. So for those of you who are involved in recycling and upcycling and, you know, doing things to make this earth better, it could be part of that community, the sustainable community. But I know how we contribute to those communities mean a lot to us, and they should. And if you don't grow, your impact won't grow. The next thing is your personal earnings won't grow. And I put that, I could I could have put this under financial, but again, I think this is really personal and I've covered this enough to know that this should probably fall under the personal category. It's important that we pay ourselves and I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. Next is if you're afraid of growing, you won't invest in learning. For example, if you don't invest in your personal growth as a business owner, you may never learn valuable key concepts and metrics and benchmarks for running a retail business. But you're all here and listening, so I know this is important to you. And this leads to the second thing that I want to talk about, or the second category, and it's the numbers and understanding your financials. If you don't grow in this area as a business owner, growth or lack of growth, I should say, will certainly matter because of these four reasons. The first is you won't identify what's hurting your profit margin or why you aren't increasing your net profit every year. Second is you won't know what to do to increase profit margin. Sometimes it's not just knowing that your profit margin isn't growing, but then it's like, how do you make decisions? Where do you go in your business to increase the profit margin? You won't be able to identify those areas that you can actually make improvements. The third is your profit, obviously, may not increase. And the fourth is you won't be able to pay your employees more. And this one's going to come up also in the professional category, but I wanted to make sure I added this one to the financials. Because if you aren't growing and and your revenue isn't growing and your profit isn't growing or your margins aren't getting better, you can't compensate them better. A substantial part of running a small business is math. And I don't say that to scare anyone or annoy anyone. I recently shared a post on Instagram and Facebook that said, literally said, business is math. And I for sure have learned this probably the most over the past couple years. Of course, it's not all math. You know, there's a lot of emotion and there are special connections that we make with our customers and all of the stuff that happens on the front end of the business. But when it comes to making decisions and strategizing, it does, the math part of it, I'm telling you, it makes it so much easier. Trust me, it really does. When I work with clients, they don't realize that if they simply look at their data, 
the decision to many of their questions, it's right there. Like the decision is there and made for them. Like it's smacking them in the face and they don't even know it. These are some of the most incredible moments on calls with clients that I have. Because in their minds, there's a lot of drama around this one particular question they may have on their around their business. Like let's say, for example, I think I shared this, this one before. I have a client, we were talking about her loyalty program. And she was paying $60 a month for the loyalty program. And she thought it was too much. But when we dug deep into her financials, when we looked at the data, it was well worth the $60. But in her mind, it was an additional expense. She was struggling in some areas. She thought she'd cut it. But instead of looking at the math, instead of looking to see if there's a return on investment, it she went with the drama in her head instead. And I get it, that happens sometimes. But we were able to show through the math that it was worth it to keep the loyalty program. So these are some of the questions that I have clients ask me that we actually answer through the math. And I want to make sure I point this out because it isn't me per se that's guiding them. It is their own business. It's their own information that's guiding them when they dig into their data. And when we actually go through the work less, profit more, and grow framework, which is the framework for my new program, we answer these questions. And I'm just gonna go through a whole list of them because these come up time and time again. Am I overbuying? Am I underbuying? Why can't I pay myself more? Why can't I show a profit? Am I effectively running my e-commerce store? Will I ever hit my personal pay goal? This comes up a lot. And, and sometimes when we do talk about the numbers, it feels, you know, sometimes the goals of shopkeepers, they, to them, it feels lofty. But trust me, it's not impossible. We just have to get you there. Some more questions. Why am I working so many hours each week? I'm exhausted. Why do I feel burned out? I need help. Can I hire employees? Can I spend more on marketing? Am I overspending on operating expenses? This is a big one. Am I paying too much in rent? Am I underpricing my products or a category of products? Am I turning a category of inventory faster than what's recommended? And if so, what do I do? Am I correctly utilizing the square footage of my store? This, I don't know, maybe this was 15 questions that I just asked. But these are all questions that you can answer for yourself once you know how to look at the information in your business. These are some of the many questions that can be answered when a retail business owner understands what's going on. And the last reason, the last category why growth matters is the professional aspect of it. And I have a few things that I want to share with you because I think these are important too. Professionally, I, I feel like many of us want to grow as well. Not, it's not just personal. It's not just financial. But it is professionally. It's how you feel within your industry, within your field of expertise. So here are some reasons why growing is important in that category. If you don't grow within your industry, you won't take the time to find or offer your customers new products, new designs, or new product lines. If you don't grow, you won't create additional jobs. And we all know how important that is to our local economy. This episode is brought to you by Tundra. Tundra is an online marketplace for retailers in the U.S. and Canada. 
What I really like about Tundra is that they eliminate transaction fees and markups. And as a result, Tundra empowers their community of buyers and suppliers to keep reinvesting in themselves. As a shop small advocate and a buyer for my own retail store, I appreciate that the makers aren't taking a hit on their profit margin when I order from them on Tundra. From home decor to beauty and fashion, there are hundreds and at this point probably even thousands of suppliers to buy from. If you're a brick and mortar store owner and you open a new account, you'll get 15% off everything on the site for your first 30 days. And that's up to $300 in savings per brand. If you're a maker and you want to sell on Tundra, you'll want to go ahead and use the same link too. But to get this offer, visit SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash Tundra. SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash Tundra for the special link. The next one is a really good one that you may not have thought about. You will limit the potential of your employees. That one you may not have thought about. You know, our employees, they also want to grow. They also have goals. They may not be business owners, but they want growth as well, which leads to the fact that you might lose great employees. You might lose some great employees who want to grow. The next reason is your competition will grow and you won't grow. And then the last one that I have on this list is you might be left behind in your industry. And that could be really important to some of us. Maybe some others, not so much, but that could be really important. So let's say, for example, you're a plant retailer. You sell plants in your store. I know this has become really popular. Some of those stores, the plant stores are doing extremely well right now. But if you're a plant retailer and you don't spend time educating yourself on trends or connecting with other similar business owners, you're only going to stifle your own professional growth, your own growth regarding being the expert in that field, regarding educating your customers in those areas. I know personally, (laughs) my mom is a green thumb, but I'm a black thumb. So if I walk into a plant store, I need you to educate me. And if you're not staying on top of trends, you won't have maybe the correct category of plants You won't be able to help your customers the most. So professionally is also a really important aspect of our growth. I hear so many comments from shopkeepers who say they don't have a business degree. They didn't previously own a business or they had no business knowledge at all prior to opening their stores or online shops. And hell, neither did I. Well, I guess if you count... (laughs) If you count a marketing degree from 22 years before my sister and I started our DIY blog, I guess it's technically a business degree. But I'm not sure how much of that education I actually retained over 20 years before I started this DIY blog that turned into the store. I don't know how much of that I kept in my brain. I can honestly say we don't need business degrees. If you want your business to grow, you must grow with it. I want to say that one more time. If you want your business to grow, you must grow with it. So many of us independent retailers are great at the front end of our businesses. We know how to serve our customers and we do it really well. We take pride in that, right? We know what our customers like. We know how to take care of them. We know how to sell to them. We know how to give them a beautiful or unique and great place to shop. And we certainly love to give back to our communities. 
Where micro retail independent store owners seem to struggle is in the back end, not so much the front end. Although, yeah, sometimes we need help there too. But we seem to struggle the most in the back end of our businesses. If you want your business to grow, then that means investing in yourself as a business owner. I genuinely think that's why this podcast resonates with so many of you. And I'm thrilled that you all listen and that you want to learn. I talk about the not so fun stuff. Was, wasn't that what the person said in the review, this, the episode before, right? She said, I talk about the not so fun stuff. I get it. But I think everyone listens because we all know how crucial it is to our businesses. If you want more revenue, if you want a second location, if you want to expand, then start to grow as a business owner. I can't stress it enough. We can kick the excuses to the curb. We can push through fear. We can stop seeking approval from other people. And more importantly, we can stop letting others run our businesses for us. We own the business. We make the decisions, right? I, you can tell I'm getting really passionate about this. I worked on this podcast episode after I learned how many of you genuinely want your businesses to grow. So it makes sense that the foundation for my new group coaching program is growth too. If you want to sign up for a seat in the Work Less, Profit More, and Grow program, it closes in one week. It closes on, let me think about this, it's Friday, April 23rd, 2021. If you're ready for growth, I seriously encourage you to apply. And there is an application, but the application is mostly just to make sure that you understand what the program entails. And I will say one person who just joined the program, she doesn't have all of her bookkeeping squared away, but she understands that she's going to learn from this program. And I think she's hoping that it will just motivate her and inspire her to get all of that taken care of so that she can look at her reports every month and that they can make sense to her and she can make decisions to grow. So I just want to make sure that I mention that. Not everyone will have everything perfect coming into this program, and that's okay. You know, the one thing that, so that was said in the review earlier that Deborah said is it helps to see other business examples of other businesses. And in a group program, we'll do that. You know, we'll be on these calls together every week. And you will learn from other people and from the examples that I share. Or when I coach someone on these calls, that is sometimes priceless. It's a 12-week program that I'll teach on Mondays. You get access to replay videos. You get a one-hour coaching call with me, just the two of us. Um, You'll get a bonus one-hour call if you're one of the first seven people to sign up. I'll host hot seat coaching calls. And what happens there is I will ask someone to volunteer and I will coach them on that call for just a short period of time. But it actually, it's like I said earlier, it can be inspirational. You can learn from it. You might be able to resonate with that person who's getting coached. And most importantly, it will answer that long list of questions that I just read a few minutes ago. That list of questions I often hear from so many brick and mortar store owners. If you were to book this entire program with me, I just want to make sure I mention if we were to do this one-on-one, this entire program, it would probably cost three times as much. But I made it so that I could teach a whole group of people at one time and that the program would be more affordable than that. 
I know this can be a scary investment for some of you. Trust me, I've made some scary investments in myself and my business over the past year. I get it. So for that reason, I also offer a payment plan option. So I want to know who's in, like who's joining me. Let's get this done. Let's get you growing. Come on in to a safe space where you learn, where you can ask me questions directly. I'm personally ready to dig in and get started. This is going to start in May. So even if you apply now, you'll have time to prep. I'll send you an email with some additional instructions asking you for some information because I want to get to know you too before you come into the program. So if you want to see the show notes to this episode or find links to anything I mentioned, you'll visit my blog at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 68. If you want to apply for the program, you'll go to the Shopkeepers Academy. That's ShopkeepersAcademy.com. And if you find this podcast helpful, please share it or take the time to leave a rating and a review. If you haven't heard, we're currently choosing one name every month from those that submit podcast reviews on Apple Podcasts. Every month, someone will get a 30-minute call with me where I help answer your questions and coach you regarding your retail business. So until the next episode, be savvy and boss up.